Right. Oh, did you want another coffee before we start? No, I'll, I'm fine. Okay, I thought I made you one. Oh, thank you. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> I'll drink his coffee if he doesn't want it. Well, I want okay. it. I just don't want it right now. Nope, too late. It's, it's already in my mouth. Yeah. Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. My name is Caitlin and joining me today are... Oh, Jake. Jesus fucking Christ. Chris. This is going to take all goddamn day. This is Ames. <laughs> we're here for episode 91. Woo! Welcome back, Caitlin. How's your foot? It's better, thanks. Yay. Like, here's the thing, really quickly, is that it was the dumbest reason for anyone to ever have to go to the fucking ER. It broke in a pint glass, had In swept rage? it up. Yeah. No, no, I knocked it off the table. And, like uh... Showed that floor. Yeah, I did. Then I showed myself because I swept. But the thing is, is my new place has like really deep, whatever's grooves. between the boards. Yeah, grooves between the boards. So I didn't get it all. And well, I have found most of it now. And in your foot, in my foot. So uh, it was like two pieces. One piece I was able to remove very easily. The other piece I tried to remove with tweezers. No luck. Kept trying. No luck. It hurt. I couldn't oh. put weight in it. Oh. It was literally a piece of glass. It was like two mil- like maybe two millimeters long. But it was just it was in there. So. I waited for five and a half hours or something to get them out. And I got a bonus tetanus shot hey, for my trouble. So nice. it was time. That's good. It's just I don't like shots. Anyway. So anyway, like, sorry like, for the tangent. but No, that's okay. No, that's, listen, there'll be lots of them. So thank you. <laughs> so we're going to try to blast through this because today we are actually doing something a little different, which is we're looking at three episodes. Whoa. So we'll, we'll be quick. Be as brief as I can. Five hour episode. Good luck, y'all. Thank you. I'm going to so. stopwatch you. You get, you get 30 seconds per episode. Oh, shit. Okay, so in Sarek. Sarek is is on board with his new wife because Amanda's dead, I guess, and a couple of helpers. I don't really know. He's going to meet the Lagarins. Lagarins? Is that right. what that says? Yes. Yeah, yeah right. he's going to meet the Lagarins. They're doing some awesome ambassadorial shit. I honestly don't even know what it is because they keep mentioning it, but we don't see any of it, which is mm-hmm. hilarious. Just like we did on Corridon. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was Mark Leonard who's back and it was awesome. But he has something called Bendai syndrome, which is a degenerative neurological disease in older Vulcans, over 200 years old specifically, we learn, where they basically stop being able to control their emotions. Somehow, even though it's a super rare thing and like somehow a lot of the time doctors don't seem to know a lot about Vulcan physiology, I guess they've really upped their game since the original series because Bev is able to find, she's able to find this really fucking rare bullshit and be like, this is definitely it. Like, how could that be? How could that be? We'll talk about it later. Anyway. And actually, had we seen Savik before? Savik? Oh, you mean not Savik. Isn't his name also Savik? Savik. Sakif. Sakif? Oh, that's what I was thinking of Savik. That's why. The whole time I was watching it like, you used to be a girl. I don't know what's happening here. Anyway, Sakev was, that's one of his little wingmen. He was helping control his emotions, but he was slipping. Yeah, so as you can imagine, that's like the worst thing that could happen to a Vulcan because losing control of your emotions is just awful and embarrassing. And it was really good. We get to see a little mind meld action between mm. uh, Jean-Luc and Sarek and really great acting. And we'll get there. It's a fantastic episode. The end is that there's a mind meld that allows uh, Sarek. Sarek, thanks. Jesus Christ, all these Saveks and Sakevs and shit. But yeah, Sarek is able to mind meld with Jean-Luc, which allows him to keep his shit together. He has his meeting with his little buddies, the Lagarins, and it's a happy ending. 
I guess, except now he's going to go home to his planet and basically have Vulcan dementia. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yay! In Menage a Troy... <laughs> I didn't hate it. No, I liked it. I thought it was good use of Waxana. I loved it, yeah. And Ferengi. And yes. Deanna. It was all good. Everything, I really did. I liked it. We will I get there, though. This one. You hate it? Oh, we so. will get there later. Wow. This is a summary, goddammit. Wow. Okay. In the Menage Troy, a uh, Ferengi named Damon Tog decides that he wants to not only bone Waxana Troy, but also use her powers of empathy and brain telepathy telepathy thank you she he wants to use her telepathy so that they can like screw people in negotiations basically in order to do this he kidnaps her and diana and Riker. and basically what winds up happening is loxana plays like like she's suddenly in love with him to get the other two out and in the end, uh, this this works, but uh, at least I actually for a second really thought she was into it because she's like, no, no, go ahead, darling, leave me here. And I was like, what is happening right now? But then in a twist that I did not see coming, embarrassingly enough, she was playing up the whole time. Wait a minute, to specify, I knew she was faking it up to a point. It was just this last second when she's like, I'm not leaving that I was kind of like, what the fuck is happening here, Loxana? Are you that horny? Yikes. I thought she was uh, sacrificing herself. Uh, yeah, I just thought she was into it. Okay. I thought she had decided she was into it. Like, maybe he had a really big hog. I mean, look at the size of those ears. <laughs> and maybe she really likes money. Oh, I don't know, but dude. She, but she did umox on him, which is something you had asked about. Yeah, it was sexy. <laughs> I was into it. I've never had umox like this before. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, she's really good at giving a Frankie hand job. So anyway, but it was all a ploy, and Jean-Luc is like, you know, you have to return her to us. And the Frankie's like, no, bitch, she's mine now. And Luoxana's like, no, Jean-Luc, I told you, it's over. And Deanna's like, oh, you really got to fake that you want to bone my mom. Yeah, fake it. And then we got this amazing, these like two really good Patrick Stewart episodes with these wonderful acting. Like, I, was I, wishing, just, I was wishing the third one would too, so there'd be a link between the three, oh, but they're so good. It wasn't, it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't there. It wasn't, but I loved it. And this is where we get this, this great, like, you know, handout gesture thing that has become memes. And anyway, Jean-Luc pretends to be really in love with Loxana and Tog is a coward. So he's like, get this bitch off my ship before they blow us up. And that's the end. Basically. Then Transfigurations. Oh boy. I actually liked it. Did Full you? disclosure. Yep, I did. It was, rom- it was romantic. Oh, you like the guy. I like romantic. Anything that's romantic-y I like. I was like crying at the end. Anyway, I don't know. They're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's a ship that's crashed. There's a survivor. What a fucking shock. We go down and the guy has <laughs> fucking, he's fucking half his face blown Brain off. Brain is hanging out. A la two-faced and like yeah, you could fucking... see his teeth. It was grody. Yeah, it was nice. Mm, it was nice really job. good work actually. It I was, was thinking like I hope they won some awards for that shit. And Ames, I know you'll be able to tell me they later. They did not. Damn it, they should have. It looked great. Anyway, we never find out his real name, do we? No, we, do. we don't. Well, do we? We do? I don't think we do. I thought at the very end, like, his people, they, they, when he, they say it once, like, when they pop on, they go, ah! <laughs> and they I say don't his think name. they no, did, he was, no, they he, he was saying No, he said that that captain. was Sunni or Sunni. No, no, I thought the, ca- anyway, doesn't matter. No, I don't John Doe. If, if they did, they would have mentioned it on Memory Alpha, and mm. they did not. But apparently that he did have a name in an original script. Well, I would fucking hope so. Anyway, we find this guy, half his head is blown off, we take him onto the ship, and start healing him, and he's healing really quickly, and it's partly because Bev's a good doctor, is but she? it's most- No, she's terrible. But it's mostly because his, like, cells are regenerating at a rapid rate, because as we find out, he's, like, evolving- because that's how evolution works, really quickly and on one person at a time. <laughs> um, so, listen, 
<laughs> Guys, you can't argue with science, okay? <laughs> I love that. Um, it's mostly bullshit. I mean, he has... He has uh, um, amnesia. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Like I fucking apparently do. He has amnesia. He doesn't remember who he is, but he starts having these weird bursts of light. And the first one we see, it happens uh, on the planet. And he, like, heals Jordy's bruised confidence question mark i don't know i really yeah, thought was it was kind of be... an aborted plot line in this episode clearly like about halfway mm. through we stopped seeing christy Any or anything here's the thing fucking I wish christy. Been anyway we'll talk about that fucking bitch. when we get to the episode she was too good for his coco onos but so it was the same girl of course it yeah. was. that's what i thought okay well he's a creep and needs to move on because i think that was either like the beginning of this season or last season like jordy really season. let yeah, it go that was that was the leah brahms episode Gross. Let it go, Jordy. Anyway, yeah, he's got amnesia. He starts healing people. He, like, accidentally kills Worf, <laughs> but then brings him back to life. Phew. And, I don't know, he heals a few other people. His people show up, and they're like, give us that criminal. He's, like, he's bad. He's, like, spreading dissension. Anytime I hear someone say they're spreading dissension and not telling what they're actually doing, it makes me think that they're actually doing something good that the government just doesn't like, right? Like, always. But apparently, the people on the Enterprise are not familiar with this trope, so they're kind of like, I don't know, we need more data. And he, of course... no more data. He's on the bridge. But not data. Mm. That is not my name. It turns out his memory kind of comes back and he's like, now I know I have to evolve into a fucking bodysuit with a spotlight shining on it. (laughs) Apparently is the higher consciousness of these people. The, um... The Zalconian. There we go. So yeah, Zalconian higher consciousness apparently looks like... What's that green guy? You know, the guy in the, the green suit? Guy. The green man. Green man, yeah. It just looks like green man, but oh, except he's white yeah. man with a spotlight on him. He so, was orange. He was orange, and I think he had, like, a special suit that reacted to the film. Oh. But it still looked I think, awful. I thought, I figured that they had done post on that, like... They did not do Went over the that. negative with a highlighter. Wow, yeah. you guys, I thought he actually just achieved higher consciousness. That's quite so possible. you guys are way ahead of me. <laughs> At any rate, the ending was shitty, but he was like, look, I am awesome. And then, Bev, I, I love you, sort of. Bye. And that's the end of that mm. also. I'm sure we'll see him again next week. Oh, I was really excited. We emphatically won't. That's too bad. Well, no, that's he's because... got to go chill with the Organians now. I was going to say, because he's just... like on the fourth plane, fourth dimension. I mean, is he basically just the traveler, kind of? No. I thought he was just kind of space like, exactly. He's more, he's more an Organian, I think. Maybe. Because they were anyway. little balls of light. Anyway, I think that, that wasn't that, that was pretty that fast yeah, for me. Yeah, three were episodes. That's good. Of all, because again, I knew what they were about. I remembered what they were about, so it made it easier. Well, let's You're... begin at the beginning. Yes, sorry. A very good place. God, that was start. so good. It was heartbreaking. It was lovely. It was really great use of bringing back an old character. Like, it was like, no, no, this is actually, like, a legit story we're telling, not just, look who it is! Everyone applaud, you recognize this guy! Well, they, they, ad- they added that it was going to be Sarek last. Like, they knew they Wait, didn't... it was, the episode was called Sarek? And well, they, they can change Sarek the title. I know, I'm joking. No, so yeah, they had the idea that they would have, you know, some kind of ambassador having some kind of a health crisis to mirror what's happening with Roddenberry this whole time, because Roddenberry's health is going faster oh. and faster, and I guess, um, who wrote this? I forget who wrote this. Someone I, who never saw Jerry If I wrote, if I wrote it down, I can't find it. It's probably a Rick Berman, if I had to guess. No, it was not. It's not? I okay. don't think so. Here's the thing, though, like, why, I mean, I understand choosing Sarek, because he's awesome, but he's already had an ambassadorial health crisis episode. And it was Journey to Babel. Why did we have to do it again? Oh, that's a good point. 
Yeah, but I think this was more a, you know, it's it's reflective much on, like, Alzheimer's. Oh, and for then, sure. And then they decided to make it Mark Leonard or make it Sarek so that, you know, you can say, like, even the greatest minds are not uh, infallible. Yeah, well, and that's, I think that, that's, that's part of what makes it... That's not the word I'm looking it, for. Oh, our, our, vulnerable, yeah. our vulnerable. But yeah, that, that makes it, like, I think that's part of what really helps is we so rarely in modern fiction sort of get to see the end of characters where we've we've sort of traveled with in some way shape or form well right you get them as the hero and legend they are during their hero legend period you don't hear about how they die in bed like everybody else i know yeah. that's why the ending the ending was surprising to me because they ask they ask what's going to happen to sarik now because you know he's ha- he still will have this disease yep. it'll come back after the mind meld and we off. know that there's no cure and because they, they, bev already told yeah, us all they say is well we're working on our science and, it's, and that that doesn't answer the question guys well the other thing too is what, how much work are they really putting into this considering there have been no confirmed cases well, now in Sarek's 200 year lifetime 202 Sure. Well, they're probably going to try harder now that they know Sarek has it. Yeah. Well, It'll be too late, but... What's interesting, though, you know, when you think about it, how rare is it? Because they think there's no confirmed cases, but how many Vulcans just kind uh, of lost themselves away? Mm. Yeah, it seems like it would how be... How many make it to 200 plus? And you know, it could, I wonder, uh, you know, there could be uh, some, uh, you know, AIDS allegory here, possibly. Maybe. Know? Like, uh, we don't talk about it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Along with the yeah, because I mean, obviously the 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 Alzheimer's thing is readily apparent, but that could be totally a part. Yeah, of but it. that's but like the thing about Alzheimer's is as horrible as it is, it's not like a taboo. No, I, that's what I mean. So that's why there could be that extra layer of yeah. it. Well, and we do know that they've already given up. us an AIDS episode, so it is possible that it's something that they are still trying to be like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was the most interesting thing about the disease itself is that. It's incredibly rare, or so we're told, but then Sarek spends most of the episode denying that he even has yeah. it. He's like even even the wife denies it, even though she specifically wept a tear off his face. It's like, how did you yeah. not notice that was weird, mm. honey? And, you are, you're, and, you're no, no Amanda. She, I think she did know. I think she totally knew. I think she was in it with the other one, the, the one Mendozan, Mendozan. Sakev. Sakev. Oh, Sakev. I think she was in it with Sakev because when he when he says to her like. Did you know this? And she doesn't say anything. I feel like she like totally knew and was like, "But I'm your wife." That human dude, his little toady there. Oh, I hate him. Like, piece of shit. Yeah. Like and what it, a fucking spin doctor, you know? That's freaking Sarah Sanders right there. <laughs> Sarek's version of Sarah Sanders. I oh, think. So, oh, sorry. You meant okay. So like when I hear Sarah Sanders, I only can think of her when I hear her entire title. It's like oh. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, liar in chief, Herrick, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, it, it's just for some reason like I don't even think of her as Sarah Sanders. I, if, if it's not if it's not Huckabee Sanders, see to, I, to I defend. Even... You have to remember that she's related to Mike Huckabee, who's also a piece of shit. Yeah. To defend <laughs> weird hair flip guy, although. Ultimately, nothing good came of it. He was coming from a good place, I think. I mean, he was gonna... Sanders is just a monster. By, he like, covering to, up the trying illness... Trying to protect Sarek. Yeah, yeah but by, protect by, by, by covering up the, the illness, they would have... Like, the, the negotiations that were evidently super important, for whatever reason... Mm-hmm. With these people who really wanted the jacuzzi a certain color. Catastrophically, if Sarek had gone in there as he was, you know? So, like, what he was doing was not helping no and who knows maybe they've been trying to dissuade sarek in their own way beforehand you know we don't that thing we don't know what exactly they've been up to before this i mean guys i don't want to mostly denial i don't want to i don't want to compare sarek to a certain moron in chief but they're just handlers 
just trying yeah. to steer it as best they can. Like, he was probably like, no, I'm Sarek, and I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. And they were like, fuck, how can we, like, mitigate as much disaster as possible? I know, let's write him a script. Oh, he's gone off script. Also, speaking of the tear scene, can we just take a moment to acknowledge poor Data, who every time oh, he has a recital, no. somebody has walks out dramatically? Yeah. Good thing he doesn't feel. That's true. He yeah. feels. He yeah. has so many feels. I mean, the last time he gave a very sad look when Picard walked out on yeah, and now like a very famous ambassador whom like Picard has all these memories of, of being in the presence of once. Being fair though, Data also knows he's crazy old and was probably just like, oh, he probably has to pee. Old people have to pee a lot. You know, I don't know, Vulcans have complete control over their bodily systems. You and know, it was a great their emotions. Um, you know, it was a great we have an thing extra and a great piece of foreshadowing in this episode is that after Sarek is like, oh, I have to be in seclusion, and Picard's all bummed out. He's like, he specifically says, oh man, I really, you know, regret that I won't be able to share his thoughts and memories on this on this journey. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't think of and that. Like, That's good because I, I knew what happens in the episode, and I'm like, oh wow, nice job, writer. See, it's funny. I knew. Did you that. look up who the writer was? Yeah, it's just it's uh, something Beagle, but he okay. doesn't have any other Orthos. Uh, it's Peter S. Beagle, who has no, as far as I can Peter tell, S. Beagle I know that wrote name. the last unicorn. Yeah, he wrote the last unicorn, but he doesn't have any other Star Trek credits, which I find what? interesting. What? Holy shit! Yeah. What's the last unicorn? The best fucking movie ever, well, and also a great book. Yeah, he wrote, so the, he wrote book. the book. Well, he's also he also wrote the screenplay to the 1978 animated version of the Lord of the Rings. Really? Oh God, that's why did you have to mention that? Wow. That's cr- I had no idea. How do I? The fucking that, shitty huh. Rankin Bass cartoon must have been. That's nuts. No, it could have been the um, the other one. Uh, there was, was a Rankin Bass one, but there's also a different. No, wait a minute. No, no, no. Rankin Bass did the Hobbit and Return of the King. Yeah, I don't this, think they did Lord was, of the Rings was, actually. Yeah, this, so this would have been the Ralph Bakshi, Bakshi, whatever. Yeah, was Ralph, it good? Ralph Bakshi. It's famous. I've never seen it. Uh, it's famous. It made I mean, thirty million on a four million dollar budget. So it did, it did in the sixties? In the seventies, seventy eight. That's a lot of money in the seventies, isn't it? It's still a pretty cheap animated film. It must have been like Yeah, it uh, probably looked like shit too. Yeah, it probably looked like uh TOS. You know I saw TAS? I saw a cartoon, like a clip from a cartoon the other day that had a very similar animation. So I did check to see if it was by the same bozos that did uh, TAS, but I was like, this is the same animation. Mm. That lazy In ass. fact, there's Kerp right there. Yeah. Yep. Just with different colored hair. Yeah, they, they, they probably would have done that, you yeah. know, just all repainting. The, all so the actually, doing. it doesn't look too bad. It actually, it looks a lot like The Last Unicorn, actually, is what it looks like. Mm. Anyway. So anyway, so anyway. Sarek. Yeah. Um, I will say, I love the episode, but uh, I hate to say it, though, Perrin kind of a weak link. Oh, yeah. yeah, Amanda wouldn't have put up with this shit. Well, not just that, but the actor just wasn't as... Oh, eh. She was a little generic. She had a lot of fancy stones. She did. I loved her big fucking necklace. I, like, that wanted that. Her headpiece? I guarantee there's somebody on Etsy selling it, because... What was her name? What's her name? Perrin. P-E-R-R-I-N. Yes. Like the Worcestershire sauce. Mmm. Delicious. But yeah, yeah I but, felt like, but assumably Amanda Grayson had died by now because yeah. human lifespans. Yeah, because she was already Even. she was already kind of older. She's probably in her fifties or sixties in TOS. Yeah. Which in was which case, what is, years ago. what is Perrin's life like? I don't know. And like, man, wonder when I'm they. Trying think, I'm trying to think of like what the blank fever term. Oh, would be I've for, been trying for, to for figure a, it out for too. A Vulcan who's obsessed with human women, you know, like. I mean, on Vulcan, they just call them fucking weird. Could it just be beaver fever? Round ear. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, probably something like that. Um, 
Etsy has failed me, by the way. Oh, oh no. But yeah, and they also, they, they make mention of going to his son's wedding. Mm. And I'm wondering, I'm certain it's not Spock. I'm certain he has eight more siblings he's told no one about. Could be Cybok. Cybok's dead. dead. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you both just did the same <laughs> time. It was so good. Yeah, no, I thought that too. I'm like, look, where's Cybok now? Oh, right. God got him. That, that's the thing. Like, did, did Spock get married or is there just... That's the thing. You never know what Spock. Spock He never married. talks about his family. No. And, you know, Mark... And Sarek's been around 200 years. How long is he fertile? He's had a bunch of wives. Yeah. Like, How long is who fertile? Has he had a... I mean, Vulcan. we know he's had... Forever. A, Men he are had a always, always, always fertile. Amanda. Yep, because that's where Cybok came and from. And he had Amanda. And he didn't... Did he, was there anybody in between, do we think? You know, no you, idea. You don't, you don't know. Yeah. It's very vague. I mean, apparently Michael Burnham doesn't rank either in the uh, in Sarek's because he seemed awfully close to her on Discovery, but mm. he doesn't give a shit about her now. <laughs> I mean, she's long dead, obviously, but well, oh, see, that's true. Ooh. See, see, but but it's a little different. That relationship is different because she had a little bit of his Katra. So she mm. already knew how he really felt. That's true. That's why he didn't have, she didn't have to be included <laughs> yeah. in the sad monologue. That's how I'm justifying mm. it. I mean, that's true, because Spock never mind melds with Sarek. That so. we know of, yeah. He doesn't say Cybok, though. So apparently he didn't love Cybok. Well, Cybok was a piece did. of shit. Who would love that Or his guy? first Vulcan wife. I'm sure like the first Vulcan a... wife was an arranged marriage. Yeah, that was a political marriage, you can tell. Also, I noticed that, so, yeah, so so Picard, so so is that confirmation that Spock does get married? If Is that, tr- is that what the implication is? I, it think, seems to be. I think Unless that's he... the implication because there was there was like a taboo on mentioning shit from TOS in TNG, mm-hmm. except this episode we just kind of like pushed it, and they're like, okay, now that we've pushed it, we can do it all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, because if Spock's if his son's wedding and if it is Spock and Picard, the only reason Picard would have attended it would be if he was a Starfleet captain. I don't imagine just any old guy. Would go to oh, the that's wedding. True. So it must be in the last thirty years ish. Mm. So that means Spock, Although, Spock married late. I mean, he also could have been there as like the attendant of another captain. Okay, well, still, I mean, Picard's what? He's like what fifty maybe ish. I think fifty ish. I think because yeah, I think Picard's supposed to be like. I think he, Picard is supposed to be like. Well, if he's 10 been, years if older he's been a captain for thirty years, he's got to be older than fifty. He's gonna be in sick, like at least. Yeah, I know that Picard is older than Patrick Stewart. Yeah, well, because they imply that like you age slower. You slower, age slower yeah. The next generation or two, health. they're already gonna be like living to their mid hundred and teens. Well, I mean, we saw we saw yeah, McCoy. We saw McCoy. Yeah, he was he like shitty, but no, he was I'm just saying, like in real life, hmm. they're saying people who are like eighteen now will probably live like another hundred years. Jesus, I don't buy that. I mean, that's what I've heard. What about the obesity buy, epidemic? And I, well, yeah, the fatties, the fatties will die, but <laughs> well, that is actually that. that I mean, they keep talking about how people's health is worse now. Well, of, outside of this country, health can where be worse, but better. lifespans can be longer, regardless. Just be artificial extension through medicine. I mean, look at like not to be a dick, but look at Shatner. That is a man who clearly does what he wants, mm-hmm. and that motherfucker is in his mid eighties. Oh, no, you just, I thought he was in his you 70s. just killed him. No, you realize by the time this episode airs, he will be dead because of you. Sorry, everyone, that I killed Captain Kirk. Um, Me and Malcolm because McDowell. every time, every time we make an offhand statement like that, whatever it was comes true. Sorry, Mooch. <laughs> Sorry, Mooch. Sorry, America for Trump. Um, yeah, seriously. 
Yeah. You can play The Simpsons on that. Sure. Mm. So yeah, but yeah, no, really, really well done episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the 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 mind meld scene. Oh god, yeah. Is stunning. Like I actually was like tearing up just watching it. I'm like fuck you, fuck you, Patrick Stewart. Why are you doing this? Do you mean while he was like in the throes of yeah, like yes? Yeah, no, yeah. that was really. They shot done. it in one take. Fuck. Those monsters. Well, can you imagine putting the actor through that multiple times? Well, yes. <laughs> but but also, can you imagine nailing it perfectly the first time? No. It was so good. I mean, and he was even, like, I feel like he was even channeling some Sarek. So, like, it wasn't just that the emotional, like, roller coaster ride was perfect and it kept you and all this stuff. It was also, like, that he was playing a character, playing a character, but mm. not playing a character, being imbued with a character. And it was, mm. oh, my God, it was heartbreaking. I mean, it, you know, in just in terms of in-world stuff, it really showed us the incredible intensity of yeah. Vulcan emotions. Oh, yeah. Like, of Patrick Stewart. Well, no, just like, if that's what is going on in Sarek's brain all the time, yeah. and yet he has this completely, most of the time, composed exterior, like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, we, we have heard before this that their emotions are, like, more intense and whatever. Clearly. I was actually sort of surprised, though. I from the way they were describing it, I sort of expected Jean Luc to be more um, physically out of control slash violent. Mm. Like I, at first, he was moving so little that I actually thought they had strapped him down. And then I thought, found myself thinking, "Oh, I wish they had strapped him down because I feel like if he's having this much intense emotion, he should be much more." Oh, that'd be interesting. Well, what they didn't show is after it cut to the other scene, he beat the he shit, beat out, the of shit out of Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> they also, I mean, they oh, may shit. have, um, considering she was there, they may have preemptively like oh, given him, him something. something. Yeah. Well, right, and then if you consider that, if that, if that, if that, then holy shit, it's even like tenfold more than we think and that we see. I wonder, like, I know obviously for the tour de force acting performance, but I wonder why in world they wouldn't have just put him out as soon as the mind meld was complete. Just like, here you go. Maybe there had to be an active sort of like psychic link between the two of them and him being unconscious would have fucked that up somehow. Also, did I miss something or why didn't he just do this with Sokath? Or whatever his name was. His buddy. Sokath? Sokath. Well, I... I, mm. Like, because I had like to, a Vulcan or would be literally, better... Or literally better, anyone else. Or any other Vulcan. Because well, we know that like... What's her name's on board? Um, oh. Solar? Solar. Solar. It could be that if the whole thing is to sort of try to tamp down those intense Vulcan emotions, mm. exposing another Vulcan to it just oh, has so even more intense... Yeah. And also, that guy wasn't that great an actor. True. But he would have been able to keep it contained, probably. But you might be right that like he needed... He wasn't just that he needed to offload his emotions. He needed to absorb oh, somebody's yeah. stoicism. Yeah, and a know? Vulcan, you know... Like, the whole point is his Vulcan control has lapsed. Just giving him more Vulcan stuff is like... A, that's a fair point. Could he have done it with Data? Mm, yeah, probably. I mean, we know that they can... But, I don't... I mean... Do they have a Beauregard on board, and can they do it with him? Yeah! Mm, probably. <laughs> so, the other thing, too, let's, let's not sell... So um, stoic, those Beauregards. <laughs> I, you also gotta give credit to Mark Leonard, because when he came out of it, even, his his his... Differences were subtler, yeah. but no, they, they were, were there. They were good differences. And I remember just like, because when I first, I was like, yeah, it's Sarek. And then when he comes out of the mind, I was like, no, wait, that's Sarek. He was doing it differently at first. Holy shit. Well, like, even just the way he said number one. Yeah. Like, it was like, 
I was like, holy mm. shit. Like, yeah. it was very... Sarek is back! But also the fact So that are he, the Romulans. That's true. The fact that he... And he was the original Romulan, so it's uh, perfect. Oh. Because it I did like so the good. fact that he picked up calling Riker number one. Yeah, there was just a lot of... But, like, even the way he said it. He way, viewed yeah. it with so much Picard. It was like... Yeah. But he had... Just in general, he seemed more... You know, he was he was a little more... His posture was better. He was clearly more in control. It was the way you're used to seeing Sarek. Did, yeah, because he did. He seemed very, like, hunched and feeble when he first comes Which on. I think I hadn't really... Like, I think I noticed... No, you I thought, don't, really. I was just like, well, yeah, sure. Mark Leonard's older than he had been. Because he's old, yeah. Yeah, he's been. He's old, yeah. But then he's like, nope, here I am. You're like, oh, fuck. Is it possible, Stroke, likely that the reason why... He mind melds with Picard and not Sakef, not just because Sakef is not a good actor, but also because Picard is already like a known negotiator. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. pick up some of those skills because they, yeah, because the the whole conceit was that they wouldn't deal with anybody other than Sarek. Yeah, but Sakef had been sort of yeah greasing the greasing the wheel. Being like, so how's Picard's uh, diplomacy? I want to know what the Lagarans look like if they have to hang out in their jacuzzi bath. I kind of pictured Pizza the Hut. What <laughs> from Spaceballs? <laughs> He's literally a mound of cheese. Like maybe not. His toppings are like just like dribbling (laughs) off of him, and his little sidekick eats him. Yeah, like I I, maybe (laughs) not literally Pizza the Hut, but I was not picturing anything. (laughs) I was picturing just kind of goopy piles. Doesn't he at one point turn to him and go, "You're delicious"? (laughs) He does. Yeah. Oh my god. No, but that is legit. Like ten forward, we have to do space balls. That shit's great. Should. But yeah, no, I I legitimately thought they were probably barely coherent piles of goo. I was picturing those fish monsters the that were, yeah, yeah that were like frozen sardines. Yeah. I was thinking like any salted meat, we had to rehydrate them by putting mm. them in a jacuzzi. Here we go. Bring that to a boil, it'll come round. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, I picture, and like, I'm wondering what, so it was, so other than the fact that it was Sarek's life, life's work to negotiate with these guys, what was the importance of them? Do they have some resource that we needed? So that's the funny Is, part. Do they ever get into yeah, it? I at just all? wrote. I just wrote trade negotiations. Until you mention, so they must have something that they want. Until you mention that their women are really hot. <sighs> oh, god! That yeah, that thing. That's the way with science fiction. They're just the men, floating vaginas. <laughs> the men would be like piles of goop, but the women would just be normal women painted a funny color. Mm. But no, it's funny though. Until you mentioned that they don't explicitly get into it, it didn't even occur to me that they hadn't. Yeah, mm. it's not important. It's like it's sort of a thing. But that's the, what what's it, that that just goes to show the strength of the main plot is that it didn't even occur to me that this was left so vague. I think I had assumed it was admission to the Federation because it's always admission to the Federation. Mm. Mm. So, something we haven't really discussed also is the effect yeah, of Sarek's I was gonna bring that uh, up. sickness on the rest of the crew. You, you want to bring up Wesley's good burn. Oh, man, Wes. Woo! I mean, my man, Wes, freaking yeah. burned the shit out of Jordy. That with, was amazing. With that, at least I don't have to find women in the holodeck. Woo! I love that one of Oh, the... my God, is that why Jordy needed repaired confidence? I hope so. In yeah. transfiguration. Because he, he got fucking trashed Wesley. by a kid. Yeah. 17-year-old, who, by the way, actually reminded me of this. Is anyone else creeped out that he's dating an ensign? No. I mean, he's an acting ensign. Yeah, but, but my issue is he's 17. She's Going gone through the academy, which means she's probably minimum, like, early to mid-20s, which, yes, on paper isn't oh, a huge age gap, but he's technically not legal yet. Um, yeah, in the future, future man... I'm just saying. I'm like, Actually, honestly, in the future, she might not be legal yet, technically, also because of the way age expectancy has changed. 25 might be the new adult. 
I, Seventeen I, I might think, still be. I think. I think. It, I think it reverses itself though, because I think that that trend must reverse itself because we see lots of young people doing stuff in Star Trek that well, yeah, but I mean, we wouldn't expect young people yeah, to be well, the same was, age. But there was such a big deal that Wesley was young and going to the Academy. Well, also the fact that Wesley had the opportunity to go to the Academy two years prior. So yeah. she could have been an early admittance. Maybe. I just remember she's a 19. genius like Wesley? Maybe. I mean, Maybe. who else could put up with his bullshit? I don't know. My, my joke when Wesley was like, I have a date. And Jordy should have said like, oh yeah, with your hand. Ah, yeah. That would be yeah, It's one of those things where I'm like, you know, the difference. They would never put that on television. The difference between 17 and early 20s is way different from, like, 27 and early 30s, you know? It's one of those things that's... He's right at that age where it's like, this is weird. Hmm. But yes, I, I do enjoy that he burned Jordy. So we also it, know that... we Sorry, but I just want to get this in before. No, no, please, please. Um, so now, it's also now... It's evidently public knowledge, or at least, like, oh, yeah. rumor that mm-hmm. Jordy goes into the holodeck to bang Leah. Okay, so. here's the thing. Think about how much he told them about his, like, Coco, Coco Ono date with What's-Her-Fuck. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he just talks in his sleep. Maybe. And they're he just talks like, while he's working in engineering. No, he, he talks in go his... Bang in the holiday. Talks in his sleep, and at some point, Wesley had slipped a uh, listening device into his visor. Hmm. Wesley, you creep. creep. Well, actually, we know that the visor has that th- mode where you can transmit oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the info. So maybe. Oh, does he accidentally transmit every time he's. Ba- <laughs> he never <laughs> turned it off. Accidentally uh... transmits, so it's on like every screen in the ship, and everyone is just like watching. No, just, no, it's not like I was like, you're like people are just sitting at home flipping through the channels, and they get to the Jordy channel. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's horrifying. Holy on the boob tube. Get- yeah. And everything else too. Tucker's. Yeah, but that was really wonderful. Like, and then Bev slaps Wesley, and that's wonderful. which was also wonderful. Oh yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun watching them. I, my thing with um, back to the ensign thing though. Oh. I think a guy dating an older woman in that capacity is like less creepy, and I think that's a societal thing. That's true. For with with the other way around, it's like that's creepy. But this way, she's like, way to All go, right, kid. bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hot for teacher. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's like exactly hot for teacher because it was 1990 and hot for teacher was like a couple years before. Like that was that's a thing. It's an acceptable thing. It's another reason why everything is fucked up and weird. But anyway, I'm totally fine with it. Plus, like it might have been it was a date. It might have been their first date, and she might have been like letting him down easy, being like. Possible. I, don't, prob- like, I don't like you that way. Considering he was affected by Sarek, they probably beat each other up on the date. How lucky is everyone on the ship that Worf wasn't affected? Because holy oh, shit. He probably was, and it probably made him less aggressive. <laughs> we've, we've seen like, everyone take real. Worf at this point, so... So, yeah, we got Oh god, the fucking bar fight! Yeah, Star Trek's first bar fight since uh Tribbles. 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 That's what I, was, I, really, I wanted that music to start. I haven't looked, but I hope somewhere on because YouTube. When they opened with screens, they're like, what do you mean there's been disturbance? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so I see like, what you mean. It was an equal opportunity bar fight. There were women in that. Yeah, Some woman kicked a guy's ass. Uh, probably lots of women did that. Did the but guy... when they just very get a good look at doing no, it. I mean. I'm just kidding. Did I'm... the guy that picked a fight with O'Brien have a weird accent? I, I didn't like notice. He might have. I couldn't tell, though. I do not remember. I thought he might have, like, I was uh, wondering. like a little Scottish I was wondering if, 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 all this, if all this is coming from Sarek's inability to control emotions and they're getting projected, why does he only seem to feel anger? Why doesn't his crying get passed around the ship? Because anger is the strongest emotion. 
Well, and also because it's probably his... Horniness is the strongest emotion. It's probably his prevailing emotion. It's the smelliest. Because he's angry that he's feeling the other feelings, is mm. my guess. And he's stressed out because he's got this conference coming. Yeah, but that's stress. Stress doesn't... doesn't but, but, stress but, higher, but higher stress... Which leads to, as we know, the dark side. Yeah. No, sorry, to hate, which mm. then leads to the dark side. Fear. Also, I'd like to point Fear out that... The dark side. that oh, thank uh, you. Thank God we have Troy on board because she picked up on this shit. Point <laughs> zero five seconds before everybody Everyone else. else. <laughs> Jesus, she's just... Yeah, they don't know what good. to do with that That character. wasn't great. Speaking of not knowing what to do with Deanna... Hey, Menasha Troy. Yeah. I liked Deanna in this. I and didn't I, like her outfit. She looked like a fucking gift no, wrapped No, fuck present. you, I loved it. It was so 80s prom. <laughs> she looked like she belonged in a fucking Cindy Lauper video, and I was so there for that. I loved it. Can we... The leggings... I would have changed, but the dress was perfect. Can we talk about, though, no. before we get into everything else? No. What a badass motherfucker Mr. Hom is when it comes to picking berries. I thought the same thing. He got so many berries. He, he like, like got He probably flash. just, like, pulled a tree out of the ground and, and shook it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he put it back upside down, yeah. right? Yeah, roots he, akimbo. He just, he comes back, and that fucking hat box is just Full of lingonberries or whatever, and he's just like eating one. I don't think it was lingonberries. Those are some magic, magic, some magic. They gave it a, a space. Did you name. write that down? No, I didn't write the fairies down. <laughs> Look, lingonberries are real though. They are, yes. Yeah, they're not probably wasn't they're a very tart. Yeah, yeah. They make pies out of them, don't they? Aren't, aren't lingonberries also called gooseberries? Aren't they the same thing? I have no idea. If I'm they gonna look are, it up. I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. But yes, the episode itself. Yeah, speaking of Lincolnberries, though, I, I, I wrote a note that I have to read. Jaden Roddenberry wanted to add a scene with Loaxana offering Riker a bite of a very phallic fruit complete with veins. And they cut that. Good. Um, uh, hey, 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 I want to have a scene where my wife gives another man a big schlong to suck on. Jesus Christ, Gene. Yeah, apparently Gene was around a lot for this one because not only was his wife in it, but his secretary, whom he banged, <sighs> uh, Susan Sackett, was the writer of it. Awkward. So I feel like, I don't know, I just felt like the way this episode was shot and like, I don't know, it just it felt very amateur. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 the way I it cut, notice. the way it cut between scenes irked me. Mm. Mm. The way, like the pacing of the dialogue, even like the way the dialogue was delivered, felt very much like reading off a page, almost. Like there's a mm. there's one point where so you didn't like the direction of this one. Yeah, where I don't know Riker. I think it was when he walked in and, or no, I think it was when what's his face beamed them all up to the ship and he was like, Torg, no. Don't do it. It's like Tog. Tog, whatever. I was just like, I don't know. I just felt like... It Wait, felt... but what's Torg? Torg is a thing. Oh, Torg is from uh, Santa Claus versus the Conquers the Martians. It's sure. the name of the robot. Isn't a, and a Torg is a little piglet on... It's a puppy. In, in it's a Klingon, Klingon puppy. Yeah, it's Klingon dog. Targ? But yeah, I, don't know. I just felt like that was where my price of the episode was. Just like, eh, it feels very much like a filler episode. Oh, it was definitely oh, a filler definitely episode. Filler, yeah. Like it doesn't. It looks it was, like it was, most... the, it was the season. The seasonal get fucking major of a, a, a yeah, role on the show. Most people seemed like they were phoning it in. I don't know. I so the thing is, I was there. Neelix was in it. Yeah, I was okay. That was I was he wondering. Was, he got there. He started off. I was like, this is that was the doctor, right? right? Yeah, he was the doctor Ferric. And I also, like I, I don't think it was supposed to be the same guy. But one of those, um, during the, like, bar scene, mm. in the background, there was one of those Stratagemo guys. Mm. Oh, was there? Yeah. There, there, are, there are a bunch of ra- random uh, 
other other races hanging like, out. So why does Riker use the rhythm, uh, the rhythm of the right? beat instead of just like Morse code or because the Ferengi would, that's yeah. what I thought Ferengi wouldn't have Morse code or if a, they did they'd have different too dopey to figure it out anyway. Yeah, that's true too. They're f- yeah, that 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 was kind of annoying. Maybe Riker just doesn't know Morse code. The thing I found sort of, so I've gone to the thing, oh Christ, it's a Loxana episode, someone saved me. But she was actually fine in it. What ended up bothering well, me. because for once she wasn't chasing after Guy, it was the other way. True. It was a, it was oh, a subversion of your expectations. One thing that was sort of off-putting, and I know, it was the early 90s and blah, blah, blah. But the fact that like so much really creepy shit, Daimon, whatever his name is there, was doing Tom. was like, Tog was played for laughs. Like, oh, he beamed them out of their clothes. Ha <laughs> ha! No, I was really grossed out. Yeah, but clearly the episode wanted you to giggle. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah. I was horrified. And again, again, I know. Product design. Well, Loxana likes yada. being naked, though, because apparently their wedding ceremonies are naked. I That's like true. being also, naked. I wouldn't they... want someone to beam me out of my clothes without my permission. Yeah, and, and, and you know, Ferengi women don't wear clothes. I, I will they say, don't deserve the honor of clothes, according I will say to the... Dr. Dickbag. Dr. Neelix. I don't think that's the reason later stated. I just well, that's what he said. He's because because like, uh, later it's implied, it's not like an honor thing. It's just like, it's actually offensive to Ferengi men to see women. It's like more scandalous for a woman to be in clothes. Sounds like bullshit. Sounds like something someone made up so they could make their women run around there's, naked there's, all the time. Like, Basically. There's great moments where like, Pork encounters his mom who wears clothes and is like, Mother, take those clothes off immediately. <laughs> And it's just like, Ugh. no! Because this is icky, but oh, also funny. I don't funny. like and... it. I don't like it. Ugh. Yuck. Well, but like I said, cleavage is nicer than a tit. So there might be something to that. What were you going to say, Chris? I don't, I don't know. Oh, good. I, I lost it. Now we're thinking of Quark's mom. Naked. No, having, Christ, no. Having cleavage. Oh, Does she have lots of cleave? No, she's like this old wrinkled prune thing. She looks like a ra- She looks like one of the raisinets. So she just looks like a fucking raisinets. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're just, they were called the raisins. They're yeah, raisins. Well, they're they're called the California the raisins. California raisins. But I knew what you meant. You knew what I meant. They should have been called the raisinets, although I guess that's a candy. Those are women's. Raisinets would be the women. And yes, raisinets. The California already, raisins yeah. were men. Oh, yeah, they were like a doo-wop group. Yes, they yeah. were. Yeah, I remember yeah. them now. They were great. They were... But now I'm just imagining one of them with big fucking Ferengi ears. Mm. Yeah. I'll get a picture. Uh, of, of, a, of a, na- a, a naked movie? Thank you, Jay. Of a naked... <laughs> Raisinette. Yeah, it's somebody's fetish. Probably. So. Probably someone we know. Yeah, I don't know. Inoffensive, but ultimately kind of forgettable episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since when can't Betazoids read Ferengi? Oh, something's happening over here. Yeah, I know. That was the thing that pissed me off. Yeah, California Raisinette. <laughs> I mean, being fair. Caitlin is disgusted. Being fair. I think, she, was she looking at a picture of Moogie? Moogie naked. Okay. So. Being fair, I don't know if in their encounters with the Ferengi after this point, have they ever explicitly stated Ugh. otherwise? Yes. Oh, well, there we go. Then. Yes, they That's have. That's dumb. In, I think, the battle, oh. Troy is like, I sense blah, blah, blah from them. And also, I think in the one with um, the, the Damon Roll, not Damon Roll, Devonani Roll, mm. and that Ferengi that wants the wormhole. She's like, I didn't sense from either of you that you were actually, you know, doing doing a legit thing, and this was all a scam. Okay, well there we go then. That is dumb. Yeah. So when it's when it's uh, appropriate for the script, yep. they can read or not read someone. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seems to be the case. I think it. Carries. And what's the point of them not being able to read Ferengi? 
Because they... If, they w- because they wouldn't know that they're about to be kidnapped? I mean, they wouldn't know anyway. Well, Loxana might. She's a much better telepath yeah, than her daughter. And also, like, because Frankie's is a lot of... Uh, deceit? Dis- deceit in their in their negotiation tactics that they would have figured it out, I guess. Like, no, like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like, just like everyone can fly the TARDIS better than the Doctor, all Betazoids seem to do better than she does. And is it just because she's a halfling? Yeah, well, because she, because most Betazoids have full telepathic ability, where right. she only has limited empathic well, and she has telepathy with people she's, like, deeply bonded with. Yeah. Like, Mom and Riker. True. Bill. I mean, Spock, Spock's a better telepath than, than Diana, and he's only half Vulcan. Sarek so. is definitely a better telepath than Diana. I mean, he's certainly a better empath, considering, you know, he made everybody on the ship angry. No, that would make them empaths, not him. Like, yeah, rever- he, reverse that, Yeah, reverse empath. I don't know what the word <laughs> isn't is for that, that. Isn't that just... Projection? Isn't that just being a telepath? I don't, I don't know. Telepaths can put but, a thing into your head and yeah, a thought yeah. or a feeling, I think. Yeah. Brain slug. Can I borrow a feeling? Sure. Which one was like? That Millhouse. That's Millhouse's dad's song. Dad's, yeah. Can Jesus. I borrow a feeling? Wow, we're really bored. What an obscure reference. It's just because a lot not... of the episodes were good. It's a problem. Well, no, not that. It's just like this one is like there's not much to really. Yeah, I mean, it was. There were we, lots of. We got Wesley out of that sweater. That's true. Thank God for that. Oh yeah. He became an ensign for real, but like, but not for real. It's just like Picard's like, oh, I gotta have this kid around. He's gonna be bothering me. I wanted. I'm they gonna... wanted so bad for him to just go to take his fucking test with they the t- academy. T- it looks so bad every time I get a call from my boss, and there's a kid on the bridge wearing gray, a sweater. Yeah. So I'm just gonna let him wear some big boy pants. And yeah, but does that mean he, does that mean he doesn't have to go to the academy now? No, of course he has to go to the academy. That's fucking bullshit. He's gonna go later. Can you imagine, they only accept once like, a year. That seems weird, yeah. Well, uh, like, how many times a year do colleges accept? Well, you can two start, or three. You, you can start do they in, really? the, in the fall or the spring or I mean, the yeah, summer. most like sort of standard degree programs want you to start in autumn, but Yeah, so I But think there are is... you can you can start in spring. You end up graduating. You know what I want to know? But... How is there not an online program for this yet? It's the twenty fourth century. There's a holodeck for you. Want to tell me exactly? On, they could literally do online, holodeck classrooms. Online programs weren't well, a thing then, and no is, one predicted the. Part of it what is I'm the saying is like academy experience. Yeah, you know, yeah, you get but to you could do live that. away from mom. You get to party. Put the dirty dancing poster up on your wall. You get to live in yeah. San have Francisco. A, you get an escape tunnel. You get the poster it. that has all of the Pink Floyd albums painted on the girls' backs. Oh, the bombs! Now I was going to say they they they're all issued like. Their uniform and the traditional Earth college dorm accoutrement, which is that... Here's your train spotting poster. I was say, that poster of and John... And stolen Bel- stop sign. That yep. picture of John Belushi in the college yep. sweater. There you go. It's like, why do we do this? Ah, it's some kind of... It's just tradition. Mm-hmm. I wonder if somebody had to room with Data at the Academy. Like, so Data if- was a really polite room. No, he just sat there all the time. Yeah, but the problem is, is like you would be sleeping or trying to sleep, and he would just still be sitting there, and you'd have to be like, "Data, I know you don't have to sleep, but could you at least turn around and not look at me while I'm trying to sleep?" Like, I feel like that would be really off-putting. No, Data you was would the wake roommate. up in the middle of the night to pee, and he would just still be sitting there, like. No, Data was the roommate who was having sex with somebody at all times because <laughs> he is, you know, anatomically no, correct and fully functional. That's the thing because oh he doesn't God, need the to sleep. The ladies of the academy must have just fucking ridden him like 
some mechanical kind of bull. amusement park ride. <laughs> a mechanical bull. Perfect. But yeah, no, he's the perfect ride because, because he doesn't have to sleep. He was often just up all night doing experiments and shit. Like, where's your roommate? It's like, I do not. I have never he's met him. doing experiments, all right. On the ladies. <coughs> guys. He probably, probably... Oh, yeah. Data probably fucked everybody. Tested it out. For sure. Oh, yeah. Tested the waters. Yeah, but then there's all, there's all kinds of critters in the academy. What about, what about like, people who have to, like, be submerged in water at all times? He doesn't need to a, breathe. They have a they have Yeah, a but he might be sure water in his... What about the cetaceans? No, we see him go underwater. He's fine. We know that the Enterprise... Or well, at least... The, 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 we know everybody. that the Enterprise in the... Alt, at least in the alternate yesterday's Enterprise reality, but also according to the blueprints has a cetacean hops mm. so does that mean that there are whales at the academy uh after the events of star trek 4 yes mm, yeah, interesting whales. whales or dolphins? Whales. maybe dolphins it's uh the academy maybe Belugas. it's zindi aquatics mm. it will see them in enterprise yeah there's 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 a is enterprise one of the shitty theme song we listen to on the way here yep. yes yeah. that theme song because she's never heard it because he hates me it's been a long time. Here's the thing. Why Why did they decide to go for like a 90s R&B stroke Christian rock song for their theme? It wasn't even the 90s anymore. They're, they're I know. That's what I'm rock. saying. I don't understand I don't why they did the, it. Did you see the Discovery trailer that had Lenny Kravitz? Yeah, I didn't really care for the music for that either. Yeah. I mean, don't mess with any crap. I know that they were trying. I think they were trying because it was the San Diego Comic Con mm. trailer, so they were trying to make it look actiony. Well, I think they were also trying to like assuage people. Like, don't worry, we're going to be more fun this season. Mm. Look, anyway, we have an Orville joke. Should we move on? Because was an Orville joke. We we've stopped talking about. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Troy. I don't yeah, think we... I have anything else except that was... pa- another amazing performance oh, by by right the uh, the Shakespeare quoting was that was lovely. great. Oh my I god, I loved the it. rose. You did. They should have had Worf go. No, they're still better than the original Klingon. Aww, mm. that hadn't happened yet. That's true. Oh, we're still not. We're, we haven't caught up to six. Which means, really, which Jesus. Means, uh, Roddenberry's still alive, so no. We'll we'll see, di- which means we, uh, yeah, we're we yet to see a younger Sarek. Uh, but he didn't die until after he saw that the screening. Star Trek Six. Oh, that's right. The screening killed him. Yeah, the screening definitely killed him. Mm. He died in '91. Is that right? Yeah, we're still. That's, that's when. That's when. Yeah, it's it's still mid 1990 right now. Okay. Okay. I really want to watch Six again. It's good. That's a great fucking movie. It is. But that's not what we're here for. We are here for... Transfiguration. Such a bad episode. I did not like it. I liked it. The episode was fucking terrible. Oh. See, I'm I'm a sucker for a person who doesn't know their identity and what does that mean and what who are you if you don't have an identity. Mm. This this went fucking nowhere. It just me. felt like a first draft. And it was point, a pointless romance with Crusher that, that was came out of bad. nowhere. No, I loved it. Eh. No, it doesn't come out of nowhere. It's that Stockholm syndrome thing that people have for their doctors. It's not called Stockholm syndrome. It's called, it's but it's that Thorne's whole like you, effect. yeah, that thing. But that's from the doctor's side. Well, it was something. both. But so it was Nightingale Florence Galen Knight then for him. I don't know. <laughs> I like uh, that. But what? Okay. So first, before we even start, you asked me what I thought about it, and then I asked you what you thought I thought about it, and then you were like, "I'll tell you later." So now, Chris, for the whole world, what did you think I would think about this episode? Because I lots still of, don't know. Lots of bulge. <laughs> uh, I kind of thought you'd hate it. Oh, that's not. That's boring. Yeah, it's really boring. Why? Poor why? Because it's. Not written well. It's disjointed. It again. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When is something being written well or not ever had any effect? I, mean, I thought I mean, you'd like it for if only for the bulge. I did like the bulge. 
No, that jumps like. Oh, like, I loved it. Why is that? I wanted someone to. Man? I wanted someone to throw know. a bucket of water on him. That's what I wanted. It's like, why do they dress Q so stupidly when they have other clothes on the ship? Yeah. Q dresses himself. Okay. No, but that one time where he was human and they gave him that awful outfit. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about that outfit. I think I've been blocking it out. You're lucky. Fit. Can we talk about <laughs> before we get into the meat of this episode? Can we at least talk <laughs> about? Meat to this episode? Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of meat in this uh, episode. <laughs> um, can we talk about sex? Fucking Christy. Oh, fucking Christy. No, but Jordy probably could write a book on it. I well, yeah, but like, okay. So the last time we saw Christy, she walked out on a date with Jordy. Yep. In the mid Coco Ono. Mid Coco Ono with the the dancing gypsy. Oh, she wouldn't hook up with a gypsy. <gasps> yeah, I hope so. Uh, no. So there's the 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 gypsy violinist. She she comes back later, turns on the program, and just fucks some crazy life. Um lubes up the bow and shoves it up so, his ass. So, like, the last time we, like, and, like, you know, I'm not going to say, if, obviously, if a date isn't going well, you have every right to, to make it, put it, put an end to it and say, you know, this really didn't work out. Thank you for the Coco Ono. I'm yeah. out. I'm, yeah, that I'm was out. fine. Well, but, especially but, in the future when they're in a post-scarcity society and it's not even like the man's buying you anything anyway. Yeah, but, you know, just to let somebody down easy, you know. And, of course, Jordy's reaction in that episode was a little... Uh, infantile yeah definitely but of course you know it hurts it hurts to get shut down like that but whatever but then christy christy my girl you don't fucking start coming on to the guy a few weeks later yeah why did she you suddenly don't, decide she was like, into him like you know you uh, it start, was like six months later still doesn't matter it's like it was re- i thought that was rude i thought that, that she was leading him on like i she had the benefit of the doubt with the coco owner thing like yeah she agreed to the date and then walked out in the middle but whatever well maybe but, what we haven't seen is that they've been like he's been chatting a little nice. bit and he's like, no, I'm really sorry. I realized that was really overboard. And I'm she was certain Jordy didn't. That did not. That, that's that not is, that is well, not. Well, okay, thing maybe she's just really thirsty. I just, it would have been. He's just, you, he's just, you've burned that bridge, Christy. No, if, if, I would just if, like to stop you there, Jordy. There is no way to burn a bridge with Jordy. Well, clearly, that's what we've learned is that even after you've been humiliated on your date. You're, you can still... You can just program his visor to make her appear to him as Leah Brahms, and he'll be mm. fine. It does, oh, she is a, she, he probably did. She actually, it didn't occur to me in the first time we saw her, but she kind of looks like her. She's, she, and she's He's not got unattra- a type. She's an attractive lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it didn't occur to me until this episode. It's like, oh, she actually kind of looks like that actress. But no, I just feel like the, the the casting department was too lazy to cast a new actor. Have a new, a no, new love they, interest. People like continuity, too. I know, though, but it just, so. if, the problem is it's out of order. Like, if it had been... Oh, Jordy. Hi, I've been waiting for you to ask me out. And then they go out. But then, then by the time the date rolls around, he's lost the magic confidence boost. I don't think he'll ever lose that, does he? I don't. Is it gone next time? I fucking hope so, because that was so stupid. (laughs) Next time we see Leah Brahms, we'll make the judgment. Yeah, it was a really, really (laughs) poor Like, if it had been in the other order, I'd be fine with it. But it's like, why is she suddenly into him? He's a gross creeper, and she knows it. Or when we meet his, his. Also, Dead I girlfriend. didn't realize this <laughs> when we watched the last episode she was in, but this time I was like, why is this woman familiar? And I looked her up. She's from Tommy Boy. Oh. She was she was the uh, mailroom woman at Callahan Auto she that ends up being Chris Farley's love interest. A little like the girl that played Han Solo's girlfriend in Solo. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. You mean Daenerys Targaryen? She does That's kind of not look what like the her. character was called in that movie, but yes, the same Kira. character. Kira. Kira. What's her real name? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. 
Tits, Amelia, Tits McGee. Amelia Clark. Clark. Yeah, that's wow. right. Wow, way off. Um, I almost yeah. said Natalie Portman. You know what it is? I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> but see, yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of the thick eyebrow thing, which she had in Solo, but doesn't have in Game of Thrones. Mm. But she has in real life. Well, it's because uh, thick eyebrows are the thing right now. Well, they apparently were also the thing in 1990 because not very thick, but you know, not exactly. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, fashions change. That's so. True. But yeah, thicker natural eyebrows are sort of the look right now. So yeah, this episode was hot garbage. Yeah. Oh, well, Worf gets in a sick burn on Jordy without realizing it when he says, She has to see the fire in your eyes. Yeah, I yeah. And then Jordy looks Ooh, sad. And sensitive. Like, Jordy. <laughs> Worf, what did you and do? And Worf didn't even really pick up on no. it. He did not. He, <laughs> he did. did. Not. He just didn't give a shit. <laughs> Probably. I was waiting for him to go, Worf, asshole, is it? Oh. Ooh, right. Yeah. The fire in your. Cocks? We have one! Right, oh, right. Oh. Why would there be fire there? What do you have? <laughs> it, it, oh, hurts. Oh. it hurts when I pee. It always burns when Klingons pee. They love it like that. That's mm. probably true. I bet Klingons really like to have stuff shoved up their urethra. No! Z- uh. I think urethra might be a plural in its own. Urethras. I, d- I think that it might be. I just want to say urethras. Urethropodies. So, another problem I had with this episode. <laughs> Urethracovs. Because there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of problems. The fact that the aliens had this magic make everyone on the ship stop being able to breathe button. Yeah, that's a great weapon. Yeah. Like, that's like a fucking like, game over, man. Yeah. yeah, like, even if they had just said, like, oh, God, they broke into the computer and, oh, life support. But no, it's a magic make. Like, what the fuck was this episode? Some, was just deus ex everything. Yeah. It was some kind of, it struck me as being some kind of computer override that just sucked all the air out. But it didn't. That's no, just because it. As, soon as, as soon as he fixed the people, they were fine again. I think yeah. it just like I think they did maybe something to he like, gave them gills or made them so that they didn't need air. But how do they how need air. what was that weapon? I think it. I think what it did is it, it was a plot. It device. just turned off everybody's lungs. Yeah, but I mean, like, off. holy Jake, shit! Jake and I were debating because I couldn't figure out from the scene because it's very very quick. You see data on the ground too. Oh yeah, what and the I'm fuck? thinking, does data have sympathy asphyxia? And Jake says, no, no, he was on the ground checking his. Yeah, I think he was trying okay. to. I think he was. Oh. I think I. I well, it was not clear, and I like the sympathy of Fixia better. No, like oh, I everyone else is doing it. it yeah. <clears throat> also, you know, again, argument against having families on these things. There were hundreds of children also having that happen. Most to them. of them died. At least a few minor. Well, that sort of makes the episode better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, terrible. because what's his face would have resurrected them anyway. That's right? true. Yeah, dude, oh, that's I true. love that he can resurrect folk. But yeah, the, the fucking magic stop breathing button. Like, the very end was just like, oh, Jesus, we have to wrap this up. Um, they Throw have a super weapon. <laughs> yeah, they have a super weapon, but don't worry. We're going to put him in a dumb outfit. And oh, my God, it was so bad. Everything about this episode yeah, was yeah. so bad. Oh, you know what else was bad was they had these motor assist bands, which were just little belts that go oh, around yeah. your knees and elbows and help you walk and use your arms. And I'm thinking, why didn't they use these on Jameson? <laughs> well, it wasn't so much that, like, I think we like with him, it wasn't so much that the muscles couldn't. It's that he'd lost sort of like, because yeah. they even said it was sort the of. The electrical impulse yeah, from like brain for, to for leg. nerve damage. Yeah, he hadn't walked in so long, he had to sort of do rehab. Like, with Jameson, his body was just deteriorating. Um, this was a case of, you've been out, and you were severely injured, you haven't had to walk into your own power in a while. What is that There's called, though? Some... There's a thing, atrophy. Yeah. That the, happens. Well, that happens been... in muscles, too, though. What? Atrophy? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It yeah, was... but I don't think that's what we're saying. I think it was nerve damage. Like... Well, what you are saying makes me think it's atrophy. Oh, it I'm may sorry. have been nerve damage because half his brain was blown off, 
But, yeah, again, that's... But that's... to me, what they were doing was sending electrical impulses into the legs to, like, help it move because the brain was still, like, rerouting those <coughs> electrical pathways. So, 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 nerve, so nerve damage. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I'm just saying that you, the way you were describing it was making me think of atrophy, oh, not oh, nerve damage. Ah, sorry, I wasn't correcting him. I was saying that what he was describing was making me think of atrophy. Sorry, sorry, Chris. That's I didn't not mean to. But anyway, yeah. the band I'll, looks, I'll, I'll go. The bands look stupid. See what myself I'm oh, yeah, they that, did look okay. silly. Yes. Um, it just looked like they were trying to like make his pants look like they fit better. Uh, it looked like something you would wear like for jogging in the 90s that actually did nothing, but like it's like no, it helps to stimulate the blood flow. Is it just me? Does it make not a lot of sense that, that in order to get to the balcony in the cargo bay, you need to leave the that's cargo bay asinine. and take the elevator to the next floor? Yeah, no, that's or you could just stupid. go over it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like in the future we do see a ladder there. Yeah, I mean they've got that tiny slide. elevator in fucking engineering. Ooh, a slide would be spiral slide. Here's the thing: I don't understand how Worf broke his neck when all I saw was him catching his foot on the railing. Mm. He landed on his fucking back. But he landed flat on his back. Like that would would that snap that your neck? Pop, I don't know if it would snap your neck, shatter your spinal column. But also, like, shouldn't our, I thought Klingons were supposed to be built a little uh, stronger, tougher. a little You'd tougher? Think, yeah, built yeah. built Klingon. You don't know tough. what that floor is made of. What doesn't kill you Titanium. makes you stronger. <laughs> Just kidding, it did kill him. So I guess. Yeah. So again, Worf gets made to look like a bitch. He got a good. He, that was a sick fall, though. <laughs> it looks like a bitch. He fell like twenty feet. What a bitch. No, it's not just that. It's like. He was he blown back blown by some back. nerd having a weird it, evolution it, gasm. It, it, it adds more. It's another instance where when you need to make an alien look incredibly powerful, you just have them make Worf look like a bitch, and that instantly well, establishes the strength that we're dealing with. In also, this case, he's strong enough to bring him back, and Worf mm-hmm. like, like uh, and Klingons are impossible to bring back from the dead. Mm-hmm. We've learned that. It's not smart making Worf look like a bitch as his really obvious stuntman. Yeah. Though we gotta really go. Yeah. <laughs> Which made me really happy. Uh, is it? Is it like? It's gotta be like union stuff that requires stuntmen. Because sometimes you you see they've replaced it with the stuntman for things that are not even it's really not, a stunt. Actually, what it's often is not union things, but um, insurance. Mm. Insurance companies won't let the act. Like I've definitely seen interview directors like, well, I wanted to try that, but the insurance company. Well, also, I wonder me. like, there's probably, but I, I imagine like the stunt. Pers- the stunt people's unions must insist on it as well, though, because Maybe, they're, yeah. keep, they're staying in business. Like, yeah, we need to hire the stuntman for this lead. I don't know if they have their own separate from sag after though, is the thing. They must. I, I honestly don't know. If you know, readers, tell us in the comments on Facebook. Because it's a totally, yeah, because it's totally different interests at play, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I think, again, more often than not, you find inside the insurance company or the producers or directors not wanting to risk like even with a minor stunt it could go wrong and they're like great we have to stop filming for three weeks because Stewart broke his collarbone it is a separate it's stuntman's association of motion pictures there we go mm-hmm. but yeah sure so then they may have that as well but i don't think they have to try very hard to convince everyone else either it's just like okay. yeah i mean this was probably a good stunt but there's definitely times when i've noticed for like what does not appear to be any a stunt that involves any risk where they've used the double. Yeah, where they just trip or something. Like, I was looking through Picard's stunt, stuntsman's long file of things he's done for for the show, and it's just like, oh, he. I don't even remember Picard doing anything in that scene other than, like, tripping and falling over. Mm-hmm. It also might be just like a, you know, if some of those scenes were, like, later pickup things. Yeah, that's like, probably less... It, yeah, they, pro- they might not film on the same day. Yeah, it's like, just use the stuntman. Yeah. 
We got the B team doing this. They're, he's in 10 forward right now filming a different but scene. But a lot of the stuntmen also serve as body doubles for that's like true. setting up shots. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's true, too. They're probably already on set no matter what. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you don't, you want to set, set your shot before you get your actors involved so well, that they can yes. not be wasting their time. Especially since it probably takes Worf like four hours to get into that makeup. Yeah. Mm. At least. Yeah, and I noticed that in this episode that Worf had the ridge, but it was not that as prominent. Side yeah, I, I, I think I think what it was, I think probably in some episodes this they do it differently or slightly wrong. Yeah. I loved his profile in this episode because you mm. got a good look at his profile a few times during his like I'm teaching Jordy how to like women, mm. talk to ladies, and like come on, Worf, you fucked a girl once and was convinced that you were married. You are not <laughs> equipped. I think the coffee pot just turned off. Ames. Yes, it did. Yeah. Uh, Drinking your coffee, Jake. Get it, Caitlin. Had your chance. All right. Yeah, like. The one time we've seen you with a woman, you have sex with her once, and then are like, yep, we're married now, and, oh, but, you're, and you're over here telling Jordy about romancing people? But he knows that that's not part of human culture. Yeah. Still, I would not take romance advice from Worf. So can Worf just bang any human he wants and it not count? Oh, maybe. maybe. So, he, so he and Pulaski are still a thing? I hope so. Good. Probably. No, he wouldn't because he like insists. He's always insisting that human women are too fragile for him. That he'll just destroy them physically. Yeah, but she survived that tea, so he knows she's something special. Oh yeah. (laughs) So yeah, he probably did bang Pulaski, but I'm thinking I don't think it's actually that's the real reason she left the ship. Because he destroyed her. Not that, but just one split her in half. Maternity leave. Oh God, jeez. Hey, uh, actually, that's possible because if we start living longer, the business might start working longer. Uh, I'm also sure there's medical treatments. Like, I'm sure anybody at any age can conceive in Star Trek. Yeah. What's great is in the future, abortion is super easy because you just beam it out, just like poops. I feel like we've had this discussion. Well, I haven't. Well, Ames, have I got great news for you. Abortion is really easy in the future. They just beam it out. O'Brien's actually like... The most sinister guy on the ship, because like any guy that knocked up his girlfriend's gonna come to O'Brien and be like, "Okay, here's here's the coordinates of where she's sleeping," and in the morning I want this little thing taken care of. And O'Brien's like, "I you got it." I don't know why he's Scottish, but what are they? What are they? right out into space. But first I have to. First I have to go kayaking. Yeah. Aren't there safety protocols on the holodeck? How do you Dude, yeah, yourself? you can't get killed by another, like, a holodeck person, but of course, if you bump into something, you could break your arm. Yeah, it sounds like it's not fucking. Himself. It's not fucking magic. Yeah, it's true. Is that just a thing that happens with kayakers? Because when I was looking, when I read up this this uh, synopsis for this episode, he's like, oh, as, as often happens with kayakers, O'Brien like, dislocated his shoulder. I'm like, does that happen? You know, I, it, I never it, kayaked. Does it, it actually say that he was on the holodeck kayaking? Because he could have just been in cetacean ops. And, and, you know, <laughs> Riding l- a whale? L- Lieutenant Shamu was tired <laughs> of his shit. <laughs> no, now I'm just, I'm just picturing you doing the free willy thing. Yes. Standing under the ro- on the rock with his hand like, oh! Snaps his arm off. Okay, now I'm just picturing him like standing under his hand up while a, a mostly naked Julian Bashir jumps over him. Julian Bashir? His best friend in DS9 will get to him. We will. We will absolutely yeah, get to him. You know how O'Brien has no friends in TNG? Well, he gets a friend. Wow! The best friend. Well, listen, that's. Any improvement is great. Any yes. improvement in O'Brien's life will take. 
Especially Except, once he marries yeah, Keiko. Yeah, yeah, that's not an improvement. That's... Is there anything oh, else about yeah, the I was gonna ask, I, this trash fire I episode? I tuned out entirely during all the techno babble scenes. What the fuck was Jordy even trying to do with like Data and Wesley during any of their scenes together? They had scenes together. Yeah. What? Do you, what? They had some kind of of. Pump. Oh, they were trying to figure out. Oh, what that, that thing computer. Did. They were trying to figure out where, where what's his name was, where he came from. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I forgot about it. Was, that it was it was like nonsense. a five minute scene of techno babble. Of trying to yeah. And well, because I it was some more didn't show, follow any of it. It was some showing and not telling about how confident and great Jordy is now. Because he yeah. was like, oh. now wait a minute, superhuman smart computer. What if I tell you this thing to try and it works? And Data's like. Holy shit, I am superhumanly intelligent and that is still brilliant and mind-blowing to me. Clearly, Jordy, you are incredible. Do you want to go have Coco Onos on the holodeck? I like to imagine that the that the date with Christy that he has still didn't work very well and he just ended up fucking Leah anyway that night. <laughs> and the violinist. It was a th- yeah. hollow three-way. Mm. Menage Yeah, no, this episode was fucking terrible. Yeah, I did. Oh, I, I liked it. I mean, I liked John Doe well enough. Oh, I did. He had he had a, a very nice body. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And well, they put I, it in a really ugly fucking jumpsuit. Right. And terrible him at all. Oh, well, the makeup looked bad. He was just his, his species looks like they're melting. So yeah. let's talk about just a little bit about what's happening to him. So I'd like I think you know there's obviously the bullshit fake science description of like oh we're evolving. Um, yeah, if really you fast. believe evolution works like it does in X-Men. But I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it's more of a metamorphosis. Yeah. Like, all of his species has that capability, perhaps. And Probably. it's just that he, that he is... Would you say it was more of a transfiguration? Probably. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. So I, I said transmutation a... once. I was like, that's not the title. Say the title! <laughs> um, ah. Transubstantiation. Isn't that isn't that what oh. happens to the host? Yeah, that's a religious thing. That's where the in in Catholic Jesus. mythology, it's when the bread becomes down. the actual it body. It literally of Christ. becomes the body of Christ. That's it is disgusting. Literally, You're just eating. Flesh. It's still crispy, which is weird. So well, it's like um, Jesus pork rice. <laughs> that's true, wow. but with no flavor. Oh, Catholicism! All right, so I think that's all we got on these three episodes. I think you know we, we made pretty we made good, pretty man. good time. Yeah, working did. through these. We did. Um, yeah, we barely talked about transfiguration. Because so it was, it was a good just idea. so bad. Oh, yeah, I liked it. Wait, I want to speak to. I want to speak to it for one second. I really liked it. I liked the stupid romance because I love stupid romances. I loved the character. I loved the vulnerability. All the reasons that she was like, I love him. I loved this episode. Also, I hated her telling Wesley. About I was yeah, just gonna that, say, that was I actually awkward yeah. conversation. Hey, you know what? My grandmother and I have had much worse conversations. Yeah, but, but I feel like I feel like female children and and adult women. Females. females. I feel like Fem- females. females. Don't don't um, box him. Don't jerk like, Jake off like the table. It's that's an easier conversation for women to have. But I feel like a teenage boy is not having that. Who are you gonna bang, ma? Yeah, but he's the one that starts. It. I know it's unrealistic. I want a stepdad. He's been talking to Jory too much, that's why. More like fucking creepy Oedipus complex shit. He's probably planning to kill him. Yeah. Oh, God. And um, then gouge his own eyes out, hopefully. Anywho. So, okay, well, so Caitlin, is, Caitlin just expressed her incorrect <coughs> opinion, so we'll carry on. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, so, next time on A Star to Star to Star, uh, we, to star we'll be talking by. about... Two, but really one, two-part episode of Star Ooh. Trek, uh, The Next Generation. The well-known, possibly greatest season-ending cliffhanger 
in history. What did about who shoot, shot Mr. Did Burns? Did they shoot Jr. They, I don't, well, see, I you see, I think this is actually arguably better. I, I, actually, I don't know I, anything about it. So I was never, I was never, I was never a Dallas fan. That's before my time, but and I know how big of a deal it was. But this beats where is Dewey? This beats who shot Mr. Burns? You're forgetting about where is Dewey, and you literally brought it up yesterday. Where is Dewey? It's from Malcolm. It was, it was in a the Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, I've never seen Malcolm. Hanger. It's pretty good. It's very funny. I've heard it's good. I just I somehow missed it. I missed the boat. Oh, anywho, so best of both worlds. Uh, really great episodes. We'll be talking about them, and of course, it is the season ender. Yep. Uh, so we'll be doing our season three wrap also next wow, week as part no of that. I have no idea what I'm going to pick. Yeah, me too. Actually, I've um, already I've already picked my three worst. Transfiguration is on the list. I'm not telling. That's we'll, a yes. We'll, we'll talk next week. So yeah, so that's next week. We'll get there when we get there. Yep. But next until week. then, you can follow us online, StarTrek.com. No, nope. you've done <laughs> it there. before. Uh, Facebook.com slash Star Trek. Nope. nope. <laughs> Go to Facebook.com and search for Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. I think you just need the first part. Yeah. You can also find us on Twitter and Tumblr too. Our user handle is at symbol SSHB podcast. No underscore. We're also on iTunes and Google and other podcast places and SoundCloud. 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 And we're there. And just search. And you can also probably use a search engine to find us. SSHB Podcast. Give Bing a try. Bing is lonely right now. Yeah. Go to bing.com slash a star to steer her by. And you'll find us. Give us a star review on StarTunes. <laughs> I'm Jake. This has been Chris. Well done, Jake. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Humox. Humox. We didn't Whoa. even talk Female. about the Umox. We didn't even really talk oh, about I the Umox. There'll be plenty of Umox in the future. Thank goodness. Tennis isn't a bad one. No, well, it's a yep. deep, it's a deep muscle one. So yeah. like, I still have a bump that's sore, and it's rub been it. like a week now. You gotta rub it. Yeah, I have been a little bit. For, for a minute, I stand it. I thought you meant tetanus itself wasn't that bad. Tetanus is <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, get a, you get a little lockjaw, you lose a few pounds. Eh, silver linings. Eh. <laughs>